Hey guys, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far and happy new month. Welcome to May and I pray that this month brings you all the greatness that it should. My theme for this month is choice and It's something that I'm going to be talking a little bit more about later this month, but I just feel that this is the month where I need to decide what I want. Do I want to be great? Do I want to be mediocre? Do I want to push or do I just want to ride the waves? And these choices that I make and that you guys will also make, whether you admit it or do it consciously or not, will determine the outcome of not just the rest of this month or the rest of this year, but also your life. Because what I've been finding a lot lately, especially last year, um, not last year, last month actually, is that the work that I did last year that I didn't see the results of, that I thought would reap faster fruit than it than it did that I thought would gain more traction than it did for whatever reason and I guess the reason is consistency if I'm being honest those things that I did last year I'm gaining opportunities through them now and yes in those moments when I thought oh I wish that this could be a lot better it wasn't and it sucked but if I had stopped then I wouldn't be where I am now gaining those benefits from the work that I've done a while ago. Like one of the ones that really sticks out is like poetry opportunities based off of my book. Yes, I had plans and I still do have plans for the book to sell thousands of copies and really resonate and enter into the hands of as many people as I know it would impact if they got their hands on it. But at the same time, that didn't necessarily happen in the way that I would have hoped or intentioned it to. But I also kept in mind the fact that this this was my first time creating a book, right? So I had realistic expectations, of course, with lofty faith and hope in better. But now I'm getting opportunities and People are saying part of the reason why we reached out to you is because you have a book and my book is going to be two years old in October. And I'm like, what? The work that I did a year and a half ago is finally gaining some traction. So it's it's beautiful in the sense that things linger and they trail in a good way. And doing something today and not getting any opportunity or recognition, I don't know who this is for and why I've gone off on such a heavy tangent, but not getting the recognition that you believe and you know that you deserve for the work that you're doing in this moment does not mean it is lost. Continue to do the work, continue to put your stuff out there, continue to put yourself out there because eventually it will make sense. Like I'm, this is episode 108 of this podcast, right? And As you guys probably can tell, there are no advertisers yet because I have not reached the number that would attract advertisers. So that's my number of weekly listens, right? But I've been growing exponentially. And another thing that has come from this is the fact that when I 
put myself out there for speaking opportunities and people say, what experience do you have? I send them a link to this catalog of over a hundred instances of myself speaking, you know, and it pulls me opportunity or affords me opportunities in different places. Although the intended purpose of it hasn't necessarily be been fulfilled yet. So just being open and understanding that the choices you make for your better do have the potential to germinate in different ways and in different seasons than the ones that you had initially intended. But yeah, I don't know who that was for, but whoever it's for, I hope it stuck and I hope it resonates. And this week, what I'm actually here to talk to you guys about is the pain that comes after you make the right decision. And this is one of those things that I think we really don't talk about enough. And I don't even think we acknowledge the fact that there usually is this sticky, painful residue that comes after we do the right thing. You know, when you do the right thing, you feel like, well, I think we're kind of trained to assume that it comes with all of these feelings of greatness and goodness because you've done what you should do. When in fact, very often, when we do the things that we are supposed to do, the right thing, what really happens is that there's a pain. There's a there's an ego hit. There's a disappointment. There's a melancholy. There's just these emotions that no one really talks about. But if we're being honest, I believe a lot of us feel. I can vividly think of so many instances in my life where I did the right thing. And at the end of it, I was still upset. And sometimes if we're being very honest, even more upset than I was before I did that right thing. And it's almost like you expect that your emotions should fall in line with the act that you're doing. So because you're doing a good thing, you should have good feels. But as we know, this is not often the case. And doing the noble act, the right up, right thing, the stand-up thing, the correct thing, the biblically sound thing does not mean that it will not hurt. And I just wanted to have this discussion so that in the event that you're feeling that residue, that pain of... I did the right thing, but why Why am I not proud? Why am I not happy? I don't want you to think that's a bad thing. And it's something that I recently experienced myself. And I had to battle internally with those feelings of guilt, which I'll talk about a little later. So I just thought if I'm going through this and I'm pretty average when it comes to my emotions, this is something that must be common. And no one's ever really spoken to me about it. And I just want to be the one to speak to you guys about it. Um, what I call it when I do the right thing, <laughs> and I think I've said it here a few times, is I call it my using my Christ mind. And when I use my Christ mind, that is me doing the right thing instead of using my Tokes mind, which is where my petty bone resides. And... <laughs> And that my Tokes mind is my flesh, you know, it's that, yes, this is the right thing, but do they deserve good? So 
if I can determine that the answer is no, who am I to do good for somebody who's undeserving and all of that, right? And there is really no way, if I'm being honest, in a lot of these tough situations where you end up doing the right thing and feeling hurt, if I was using my tokes mind, there's no way that I'd be able to make the upstanding decision, that I'd be able to make the morally high ground decision. Like I told you guys, sometimes when they go low, you go high, but sometimes limbo just really feels like the game <laughs> that I want to play. And I'm not going to ever sit here and lie to you guys. Like it's so easy to be good. It's so easy to do the right thing. It's not, it's a constant struggle. And shout out to my Christ mind, shout out to the Holy Spirit for pulling me back when I want to go a little too far. So like staying silent when you know that you're tell that telling your side of the story would vindicate you is one of those difficult times, right? Like if you think about instances where somebody mistreats you or an entity mistreats you and they are going around seemingly scot-free. They are living their best life. People are praising them. They're receiving accolades. And you know that this person has been horrible to you. And there's this tokes mind, I'll call it, like your flesh mind that, that makes you want to just tear apart their whole world. Like all these people who think you're good, I'm going to tell them how horrible you are and just bring your world or this facade you've created crumbling down. But instead you operate in your Christ mind and you don't do it. And you see this person getting praised for being so good, so kind, so caring and your silence, which you know is the right thing because vengeance is not yours to have. And because of that, you shouldn't just go out of your way unprovoked, bringing someone down. But that pain you feel, like <laughs> that pain of the silence, of not telling your side of the story, I think that's one of the ones that we probably, of all of the ways that we feel pain from doing the right things, I think that would be the one we probably can all admit to experiencing. That silence. And like, giving someone what they need when you know it isn't what they deserve from you. That's another one. When you know you have the ability to do the right thing for somebody, to be kind, and you do it because of your ability and because of the blessings and the light that you possess, instead of using their behavior to determine what you give them, you know, that's another one. It's where, yeah, I'm the bigger person. I'm great. I've done the right thing, but it sucks. It sucks to give somebody something that you know they don't deserve, but you know you need to because that's what you've been called to do. It's tough. Like, <laughs> I just have to come up on here and tell you guys, and you're probably going to be like, oh, this sounds deep to her. It is deep to me because I've been through it. Like, I can just sit here, and as I was coming up with these examples to hopefully jog and awaken your memories, I was awakening parts of myself that I really would have rathered to keep asleep. And like taking the high road when the low road seems like it would be much more satisfying. That is also painful. 
when you do the right thing when the wrong thing just seems like in that moment it would be absolutely satisfying that is also a very very painful one but this is what makes us I'm not going to say superior. Yes, I am going to say superior. And when I say superior, I'm saying superior to our lower operating level. So this, these decisions create a superiority within yourself because you're operating at a higher level, right? Having negative emotions. This is one thing. Well, there's a few of them, but one is having negative emotions after you do the right thing is not something to feel guilty about. I think this is very important to say because we often feel that when we do the right thing, we should feel the right feelings. Like, Yes, you deserved bad, but I did good for you. And now I can't, I can't dare talk about the fact that I'm having these negative emotions. And that's not the case. And I think because we have this notion of action being positive should equal emotions being positive, it makes it very difficult for us to have these conversations with people around us. Because I don't... I don't think I've ever really had a conversation with a friend or a family member, well, maybe a family member, where they, they're they honestly like, I did what was right and I feel like crap still. Or I feel even worse than I did initially. But there's absolutely nothing to feel guilty about because feeling dissatisfied doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human. You know, like we do a lot of things that we don't really want to do. And the emotions that come afterwards are the emotions that come afterwards, but they don't change the fact that we've done the right thing, no matter how difficult it is, right? Not giving into your flesh is a higher level of operating that takes so much that accomplishing it alone is worth recognition and appreciation. To be able to say, man, I, I would flourish right now if I could just do that petty thing. I would feel so happy in this moment. <laughs> like if I could just do that petty thing, feeling that acknowledging it for whatever it is, and then still actively being able to go against it. That is a higher, as I said, a superior level of operating and whatever you had to battle to get there. The feelings that you grapple with afterwards, those don't matter. That's all in the head, right? At the end of the day, we are going to feel what we feel, but it's our actions that really determine who we are and what we represent and what we stand for, right? Like, I think I've said it before that, like, a serial killer is the person who actually does the actions that maybe other people have thought about, right? So our thoughts, yes, it's important to curb our thoughts, but if you have been able to curb your actions and there are still some, some lingering thoughts or emotions that you would rather not have, feel them and move on. Don't bury them or bring this guilt over yourself for feeling. And I think that's what we often do when it comes to making the right decision and still feeling like, Ugh, that sucks. You know, doing the right thing when it's hard is you consciously or subconsciously playing the long game. Because at the end of the day, you're not giving into the immediate need, which is something that you've determined is not beneficial. Instead, you're trading that in for the long-term goal that you have. 
So yes, right in this moment, my petty bones itching and it would be great to just do this and feel great in this exact moment that, yup, I got you. Don't ever try me again. I'm not the one, et cetera, et cetera. But instead, I take those feelings of ego, those, those tokes, mind feelings, and I acknowledge them in my mind, but I decide that that's not what I'm going to do because in the long run, when my petty, when the petty bone lingers or when it dissipates because you, you don't care or you've moved on, who am I? Who am I going to represent? Who are you? Who are you going to represent? Who do you want to represent? And what do you want to be? And when you answer that question, you make a decision and that decision sometimes comes with the pain of giving up what you would get in this moment in exchange for what you want in the long term. And that's huge. <laughs> like that takes a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous amount of discipline, even if you don't see it that way. Because I know that for me, when I do the right thing and I, I well, in the past, before I really came to this conclusion and allowed myself to feel when I would do the right thing and look long-term, there would be pride, but then it would be immediately covered by the shame of the fact that I'm still upset thinking, or I'm even ruminating on the fact that this is what I should have done. Man, that person doesn't deserve it. I should have done this. I should have done this. Yeah. Like my mind is going to think and process in the way it does. But the fact that I was able to have strength over those and not let those voices of ego direct and dictate the way I was going to act, that was me doing the stand-up thing. And there's another side though, to this whole pain of doing the right thing. Like, yes, all of what I've been talking about is the pain of doing the right thing that comes because of just life. And that, and it doesn't change the fact that what you're doing was still right. But on the other side, there are some right decisions. And I say that with air quotes that you guys can't see because you can only hear my voice, but there are some right decisions that hurt because you shouldn't be doing them. (laughs) And that can sound extremely complicated because how is it a right decision if it's also a wrong decision because it's something that seems right, but something that you shouldn't be doing. What I find is that the these type of situations usually fall under the two, which is T-O-O guys. And it's when people are like, I'm just too nice. I'm too caring. I'm too this. I'm too that. And I really want to get into this. And I realized that since it's completely different to what we're talking about, I'm going to create a whole new episode next week that really just discusses the whole premise of being too nice or being too much of any positive virtue, which in itself can have you experiencing a pain when you make decisions, but those decisions aren't fully right. So yeah, we're going to get into that next week. So I just want to end off this episode with your words to live by for this week which are, as you can probably guess, feeling bad emotions doesn't make you a bad person. Let me repeat that one more time for the people in the back. Feeling bad emotions doesn't make you a bad person. We've been trained to feel bad for feeling bad. And (laughs) I think that that is so stupid. Like, (laughs) If I'm being honest, it's so stupid because... I don't think 
lower level emotions when i say lower level i mean things that make us feel down compared to higher level emotions that make us feel good they're not bad it's it's not a bad thing to feel sad it's not a bad thing to feel down it's not a bad thing to to think thoughts that are below your personal convictions or your actions it's your personal convictions and actions that really matter, right? Because at the end of the day, thoughts are going to flee in and out of our mind. But what do you give hold to? What do you allow to gain roots that then produce fruit in, in the form of actions in your life? Acting on the lower level emotions that you're feeling is the bad thing. It's thinking them is not bad. And I think when we get scared and we get into this guilt mode of, oh my God, I shouldn't be even thinking that. It's okay. Sometimes things come. When they come, replace them with something good and most definitely act on something better. Feeling and acknowledging and moving on is what helps you gain hold over your emotions and your thoughts, not sweeping them under the rug so that next time they come, they overwhelm you because you've never learned how to deal with them. It's about dealing with them. So please, whatever thoughts you're having, Whatever bad emotions are coming along with the good that you're doing, don't let those get you to a place where you lose sight of the fact that you're doing so much good. Don't feel guilty about your thoughts. Acknowledge them, dismiss them if they're irrelevant, and act on what you know is above, what you know is of Christ, what you know is of your best version of yourself, and be proud of the fact that you have enough discipline to even do that. So yeah, thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. I've been seeing your reviews. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. If you guys love what I'm doing, please continue to share. Please subscribe. Please rate and tell as many people as you can. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday.